You're listening to What's the Story podcast, brought to you by Fitzpatrick Castle Hotel. Go to www.fitzpatrickcastle.com for more. And why not check out the podcast Patreon? Go to patreon.com forward slash WTSpod and learn how you can support us. These intros are getting cheesier by the week, man. I really got to work on that. Let's go. Everybody and welcome to this very, 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 very special podcast because it's a it's a storm special. Not really. It's a blizzard special. It's a blizzard special. Um, everybody has been ordered. We're not talking lazy. No, we're not. We're not talking about him. He's on a rival podcast this week. Oh well. Well, there's not. We don't have rivals. We just have frenemies. <laughs> uh, no, but he's on a Charlotte Regan's podcast this weekend. So there you go. Um, but yeah, you're listening to What's the Story podcast, so don't dare go look at that other podcast while you listen to us instead. Yeah. Graham Erdogan, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm cold. Yeah. Um, we we had great plans to bring a proper episode this week, but then uh, the beast from the east interrupted us. And uh, we had to cancel our little get-together with the guest that we had. So instead, I'm recording from my house and Graham's recording from his house and through the magic of WhatsApp audio, here we are coming into your ears like magic. Live. Live. So yeah, man. Yeah. Um, what did you make of the whole Snowmageddon crack? Um, I love looking at the pictures. Pictures are great. Um, John also, John also I love the, the clips of people putting up on social media. Um, their pets discovering snow for the first time. Yeah, they are golden. They're golden. Uh, they are. My friend, uh, David, David Bourne, uh, he had his cat on a lead and the cat went out to the back and it was just, it was just testing the snow and just <laughs> jumped straight back into the kitchen. <laughs> Did you see the photo of the woman who had a ferret out for a walk in Phoenix Park? In the snow? Yeah, on a lead. Like, no. a, a no. ferret. I swear to God, it was going around Twitter there on... What day did all this kick off? Wednesday, was it? Tuesday, night, Wednesday morning. Yeah, I think it was Wednesday then. Um, Phoenix Park. I think at Dublin we woke up Wednesday morning and it was full of snow. Yeah, actually, now that you say that, I think you're right. I think you are right. Um, I'm kind of over it already. Like, I'm kind of... Like, yeah, the, the pictures and all are nice. What do you mean over it? Say again? What do you mean over it? <sighs> I just, I have it only really started like the blizzard only really, we're only a couple of hours since the the actual blizzard I know and I'm I'm sick I like being told I can't go outside my gaff by the government you know looking outside and just seeing this wall of bleeding snow you know what I mean like it's just I don't know <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a bit of a hindrance if you want to be doing things yeah I have things to do and people to see you know <laughs> like who huh like what and like who I'm a very important person. I can't be revealing my social calendar to you on this podcast. How dare you? Cubes is beside you, and we text every five minutes. Who else will you be trying to get in touch with? Graham Erdogan, are you casting aspersions that I've only got two people in my life? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll have you know, right? I had to bring uh, a thank you card down to the vet in Dunleary, and uh, I also had to go to the shops to buy tea bags. Um, and Dave the shopkeeper always says hello to me so 
there you go <laughs> and um, I just said Dave because you had a friend called Dave so I just wanted to be like you there and... Jamel, what, 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 what do you think of because I um, a friend of mine's a guard right. and they've been kind of stretched I think 40 people during the night um, um, called the emergency services because they were stranded in their cars their cars wouldn't move in the snow yeah now those people those 40 people a lot of them could have been actually first responders and stuff like that and nurses mm. and doctors going to work but what do, you, what, what do you think of Joe Soap going out when they're told not to go out well the advice of remain indoors I you know yeah no I like people have uh for the most part, I think, like, doctors, nurses, uh, you know, first responders in general, they kind of have that horrible job where the rest of us, you know, code red is called and we all get to just kind of sit back and go, all right then. But they have that they have that horrible thing where life must go on, like. Um, but I, so, like, if they're going out in it because they're trying to get to work because, you know, people in hospital still need to be cared for and all that kind of cracked in, fair enough. But if you just wanted to go out to drive in the snow to see what it's like and you got stuck and you're putting other people at risk of having to go rescue you, you're a fucking gobshite. Yeah, yeah, I think so too, man. I mean, I went to Tesco's yesterday morning, Thursday, um, because, to be honest, I realised I didn't really take the warnings that seriously in a sense. I th- Well, I did take it seriously, but I thought it was more so Thursday night, Friday morning. I think the snow Tuesday night, Wednesday morning was unprecedented and I wasn't really expected to to fall as much as it did. Yeah. So I didn't get really, I didn't get the uh, the appropriate amount of sweet and savoury treats. So yesterday morning, I was like, shit, I'm going to have to stock up. So I braved the elements with the bro and we went over to Tesco's. Now in the estate, Avon, it was like a fucking ice rink and I mm. skidded. Um, but once I got out on the main road there, it was fine. But still, like it's it's far worse now. Like it's ridiculous now. There's no way I'll be going out till at least tomorrow. Yeah, I, like well, I, I might I might just not not in the car now, but I might just go out and just maybe uh, go around the estate a little bit just to get out and about because I'm like I'm fucking seriously cabin fever big time here. Like and it like you were saying there about getting kind of the the sweet and savory uh, snacks in. It's uh. <laughs> It's like a mini Christmas, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It is. The gyms will be packed on Monday. Oh my God, man. I can't believe it. And like, I don't want to get into the discussion about bread. I am sick of hearing about bread at this stage. Although, as we record this, me, me ma's in the kitchen uh, making homemade bread and the smell of it is waf- wafting up the stairs, up me nostrils. And uh, it, does, it does smell mighty. But, I went uh, down to Tesco's uh, Ballybrack on tour site. I went bread and I suppose the reason why everyone's getting bread is because it's easy to make fucking sandwiches you know what I mean if the electricity goes you can still make your sambos yeah, yeah. Uh, but over there um, the manager I just seen the side of the manager and she was walking ahead and she was really walking real authoritative and I was like what the fuck's going on here and she was guarding the trolley of bread that was being escorted down to the bread oil and I was down with the bread oil patiently waiting for it because the shelves were empty and then your man just goes hey boss will I just leave this here instead of holding it because the animals just fucking it's <laughs> hilarious yeah it's um, it's mad like it, uh, Pat the Baker and old man Brennan their their stock has definitely gone up 
uh, this yeah. week. Like, man, it's fucking bananas. You know what I mean? But I just, uh, I don't know. I like, I'm a fan of the snow for about a day, but after that, I'm kind of like, all right, go away, will you? Just I want to get on with it, like you know what I mean. And I know normally you can kind of get out in the snow when it's grand, but obviously with it being like blizzard conditions and cold red, and you know being told to stay indoors, and then you know not wanting to be an asshole and put like rescuers at risk having to go and rescue you for being a fucking Egypt and all that like I just yeah I don't know man I just I kind of wanted to melt and just go away now I've had enough like yeah the hundreds and the melting I was listening to one of the uh, meteorologists saying that the melting process with this now is going to be a couple of days simply because the temperatures yeah, yeah, I, like I know, they're saying snow, is, well, today is Friday, as we're recording this Friday, so they're saying that, uh, like, today and Saturday, the snow is going to more or less continue, although not as severely, yeah. but it's going to be kind of Sunday and Monday before we start to get any kind of thaw going, so it'll be, uh, it'll be probably Tuesday or Wednesday before proper normality resumes, like, you know? Jesus, and... I can't even get out because fucking trying to wheel around in that snow is a disaster. I need some huskies. I even got any huskies. <laughs> I was going to say to you, man, is it like, it's? it must be far worse, obviously. I seen, I, uh, I seen Jack from the Bulls bombing along there yesterday, actually. Um, was he? Really in, bombing along just outside of Yeah, yeah, just, he was absolutely baiting along in the schnock that he was. And I wasn't sure if he was in control or the ice had just got the better of him, but he was flying, like. And, uh, yeah, so I was going to, like... It's, 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 Fresh snow, you, but then it's the it's the few days after the snow. Do you know what I mean? Even I went out to the bay and we back on Wednesday yeah. after Tuesday snow, and uh, I was skidding all over the gaff. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I just that slow when it gets to that kind of. Do you know when like it, it becomes sludge and then the sludge freezes? Yeah, I hate that. Oh, I hate man. that. We're we're just coming across like two grumpy fuckers here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, I love it though. I'm, I'm happy I'm at home I'm in the house and I'm warm yeah, I don't mind not leaving yeah it's a like like you were saying at the start like the pictures and that I've seen a few on Twitter there I might have retweeted them on the WTS account actually like the what you call it the Devil's Yoke and Sligo the Ireland's tallest waterfall is completely froze and it looks amazing I've seen that mental it looks absolutely deadly and then I was like oh I wonder if Power Scar frozen as if I'm going to head up to Power Scar like as if I'm getting anywhere near that <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> I might head over do you know the, the little waterfall over at Archbishop McQuaid's there I might go over and see if that's frozen <laughs> take some photos oh man please do that and take a photo put it on the WTS account here at Love in Dublin check out this amazing frozen waterfall Ballybrack <laughs> waterfall frozen actually here do you know what I said I was going to go for a walk around the estate that's what I'll do I'll head over that direction take a photo of that and I'll try to get it going on social media that'd be hilarious Oh my god, man! I'm just started looking out the window here, and it's still coming down. Not anywhere near as heavy now, but it is still coming down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the thing, though, because it wasn't coming down heavy last night, and it was just spitting. And then before you knew, I went out again. I went out to the bin last night, and I left obviously tracks. So I was in the kitchen messing about. Then an hour later, I went out, and my tracks were completely gone, and it was all new, fresh snow. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, just, I, I, I was judging by the tracks as well, like because like people driving in out of the estate or people walking by the gaff or whatever. And yeah. about, I'd say about 9 o'clock last night, I had a little look and the tracks were still grand. And then I went to bed around 12 and I looked and the tracks were more or less covered. And I was like, I didn't even notice the snow. Like, this is getting fucking odd. Like, yeah, 
Did you see the um, Did you see the clip of the moment the power went out in Dublin City? I did. I thought that was mad, and it was like that. It was that mad, f- wasn't it? The flash before it went, I was like, "Oh Jesus!" The chances of your man filming that and the power going in Dublin City. I know. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Um, Absolutely crazy. But yeah, like in fairness, I think uh, the the border has kind of got off a little bit lighter than a lot of other areas. I know some parts of the border without electricity, but like some of the the videos and photos I've seen from like Kildare and Leash and that like they're proper yeah. knackered they are man yeah like nice and bits. yeah like it's uh, like there's a know. few there's a few of my friend, ma'am, friends houses up near Tesco's and they're they were as bad as the ones I've seen in Kildare to be honest yeah yeah like I know um, just out the back you know what was it 2010 was probably the last time we got a bad snow was it I think it was. Yeah, that was fantastic. I think I remember it that. It took me four hours to get home from Leopardstown. I think I remember that because I went to, I think I went to Cork and then I came back from Cork to go to, I think Ireland were playing Argentina in uh, Lansdowne Road, Newa. And I remember, I just remember the walk from my car to, to the stadium and nearly going to my neck about ten times. Like, no it was, Yeah, and this was like, this was me while I was waiting on knee surgery. The, the first time, like, so... Like, I had absolutely no stability, so I was like, in my head I was already panicking over my knee, but then every, like, 10, 15 yards, you'd hit a little bit of ice and you'd have a wobble, you'd be like, oh, Jesus. But, like, once or twice I did go down, and then, like, just the embarrassment of falling in front of a crowd full of people, first of all, but then also trying to get up with, like, my knee strapped up and in bits, like, from, and I was just like, this is a fucking, I should have just brought crutches, like, I should have just brought crutches. Absolute disaster, man. Mental, um, because I remember back then that coming home from work that time uh, when I worked in Leopardstown and uh, it taken four hours to get home. And then I remember yeah. getting out, getting out of the car and doing a wheelie off the curb. And I just went on my back. Oh, and, no, and I went on my side, I went on my back and kind of went on my side because I tried to get up. And the wheel was just spinning on its own, like I was, I was just stranded. And then the local dog, little black Labrador, comes over and starts licking my face. <laughs> I was like, get up, get away from me, or else help me up, you little tick. Oh, go away before I give you to the local Korean food place, go on. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually looking at, uh, speaking of Korean and dog food, I was looking at, uh, you know, your man William O'Mara? Uh, yeah, he yeah. Went to, he went to North Korea, I've been on his Instagram, my Jesus, the stuff that went on and on his trip in North Korea, he had, um, he had dog stew. Ah, oh, no, no. Yeah. I think, I don't think he ordered it. I think somebody else ordered it and he tasted it. No, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Like, I'd, I, honestly, I would rather just have water than starve, like. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I couldn't do it, man. I just, I'd have flashbacks of my own dogs when I was little and fucking Cleo's face would just be there and in front of me and everything. And I just, no, couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, oh, like, Wicklow, I know, I know people down in Arklow, um, <laughs> Hadn't got any snow, and up until last night, we're oh. complaining, Where's the snow? Where's the snow? And then this morning, the airclo was just covered in snow. For the second day, I thought you were going to say, No people in airclo eat their dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say Mackle might eat his dog. How very dare you? Can you please stop casting aspersions about Gary the Love Doctor Mackle? 
Okay, we're drawing out of March. Yeah, I, wonder... I just watched the four wheel drive trying to drive down Arklow and RT News there. My God, it's skidding all over the gap. Yeah, man, that's like it, it's fucking lethal out there. People need to just stop, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. tractors. Tractors and the army are about the only things that should be able to go out there, like, you know what I mean? The, the uh, advice for public to remain indoors has been withdrawn, though, so you can go out now if you want. Yeah, well, that's just because the blizzard conditions are gone, like, and all that. But, I mean, yeah, you can, you, you can go out. But, like, don't be taking your little, you know, don't be going out in your little course thinking you're going to get through a snowdrift. Do you know what I mean? Like, calm. Exactly, yeah. Fucking hell, like, oh, no, it's grand, man. It's grand. Loads, loads of stuff in the boot there. That'll keep the tires planted. Shut up, you tick, will you? Get out of it, like. What's, what's, the, um, what's the best thing to do when you're snowed in? What do you do? What do you? What have you been doing? Just been watching a lot of telly, and not even good telly at that. Like, do you know what I mean? Just been watching a lot of shite. Like, um, on Netflix or what? Uh, not oddly, no. There's there's a new Darren Brown thing on Netflix. I want to watch actually. Oh, Carl said it's amazing. Yeah, the push. I think it's called. I really want to watch that. So I'll probably do that today. Um, I'm also gonna watch Coco today because I haven't watched that yet. Oh, uh, um, I want the me the minute you watch Coco. I will. I'm embracing myself for an emotional roller coaster. To be honest with you. It's um, absolutely gorgeous. Jono was away at the start of the week. He was in Manchester for some concert and he brought me back a Toblerone. So I'm looking forward to cracking that open as well because I do love an old airport Toblerone, you know. What um, concert was he? I couldn't tell you. Some fucking weirdo folk band that he's in. So I don't know. Um, I know one of their songs is on a car rad, but I can't remember what one it is. But yeah, that's absolutely useless for oh, anybody. Oh, we went to First Aid Kit. First Aid Kit, that's what it's called, yeah. How did you know that? Because I remember seeing uh, he was tagged in a post at First Aid Kit. No, there you go. Yeah, well, that's that's um, that's what we went to see anyway. So, yeah, so he got in and out of the country ahead of all this crack. Poor old Chrissy Fields, man. Oh, it's a disaster. Oh, my God. Sitting on the plane, like waiting to take yeah. off and they, they pulled everything and now he's not going to be able to fight a KSW 42 well he has a terrible luck with fights I'd say that's his main mature fight it was a title eliminator as well yeah um, I'd say that's the fourth fight in maybe two years where they've it's he's just cancelled it's yes yeah, and, and like it's not through any fault of his own like either that's the worst yeah. part you know what I mean like it's it's something no, that no, no. you know and like when we were talking to him last week, he was he was really up for it. He was re- in great form. He seemed to like be really confident, really happy with his camp and all that. And then this bloody beast from the east comes along and just wrecks everything. Wrecks everything. I know loads of people as well going, um, going away. He's being cancelled. and Yeah. I know Caroline, our mate Caroline Stewart's hands, I think, is in jeopardy. Oh, jeez. Poor old Caroline. Yeah. I don't know, I seen a I seen some chung one on TV three news going man. I meant to be on a plane to Amsterdam and we were sitting in this queue for two hours and do you only tell us now in the last fifteen minutes? I am absolutely disgusted. I was like, have you yeah. looked out the window at all? Like you know Yeah, I mean? you absolutely correct. Like she was going mad as if Ryanair had literally just decided, ah oh, lads, you know what? Listen, everybody just take it out. Like clearly they're trying to give you the best chance possible to get now and they're trying to delay the decision because they're like look we may get a window here that's why they're leaving it as long as they do but like there was people talking about it saying like that they were sitting on a plane them big de-icing machines were like spraying whatever (laughs) you are right there bud excuse me (laughs) 
Oh my god, I couldn't hold that. <laughs> what the? What was that? Sneeze. I thought you spontaneously combusted. Mother <laughs> <laughs> of Jesus. And if they loads people in the airport as well, Carl's supposed to be going to Amsterdam in the morning, but I'd say that might be cancelled. His flight at six in the morning. Yeah, well, I, I know there's no flights going in or out today, apparently. Um, so tomorrow yeah. will be like the first day of it. It really is like Christmas. It's like Christmas, they're reopening after Christmas days, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Um, airport yeah. deserted. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. But, Sherlock. I'm delighted. I've seen a lot of articles as well uh, where tourists were taking the piss out of us because we couldn't handle the snow. I mean, we don't get snow. Like, yeah. Dublin particularly. Like, Dublin is a tour to the population. And we get the last time we got snow was eight years ago. So yeah. people saying, oh, people of Canada are laughing at us. But Canada gets it about 200 days a year, for fuck's sake. Yeah, like, literally six months of the year, Canada is under snow, like, whereas, you know, I mean, we'll see it on top of the hills every so often, but rarely does it come down to sea level. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I so think everyone should I, just snow. I really need to stop saying, you know what I mean? I've been saying it a lot today. I really need to stop. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I do know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah, yeah. Just want to make sure you know what I mean as well, though. <laughs> yeah. I um, just think people need to settle though when it comes to criticising like the country. I, I'm I'm completely in agreement with you, and it's for me it's a case like you said of we don't get snow often enough to know how to bloody well cope in it. For, yeah, but there's no spending spending millions on uh, snow plows when you use them once every eight years. If you did mm. that, you'd be complaining that oh, where's the money for oh, this? What a person? waste of money! What a waste of money that was. We only get to yeah. use it once every decade. Well, look. It's quite simple. We don't get snow like this often enough for us to, you know. We have not an air generation anyway. No, not well. This is it. like I know we got the 2010 one, but 2010 was was nothing compared to this. And I was listening to a chap from he's a, like a professor at Minute University. I can't remember his name, and he was saying that this is like a once every 20 years thing. Like we got it in the 20s, we got it in the 40s, we got it in the 60s. The big snow of 82 uh, that everybody <laughs> keeps referencing, and now this one. It, it, like it's one of them things that you're saying like look it's a once every 20 to 30 year phenomenon like and it, it does happen every so often that polar air from Siberia it comes down this way and when it does it brings with it just a lot of snow a lot of ice and just miserable cold weather that's all there is to yeah. it like I absolutely think, I think people are just freaking out because it's like it's March now do you know what I mean and usually kind of March is you know springtime and daffodils mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and but here as we well are. as that, like people usually go to uh, the tabloids, the red tops for their weather or mm. their front pages. That air have been spot on the last god knows how long, especially with Stormophilia and now this as well. So yeah. just go to Med Ireland's website; they, they're always spot on the air. Exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, you see that you see the red tops saying a year in advance, uh, Ireland's going to get a great summer, but you can't fucking tell the weather that so far out in, in advance no they're, they're using some mad yeah no the, the, when they say that oh Ireland preps for the greatest summer ever it's they're literally following some fucking fruit loop who lives on a hill in New Zealand who predicts the weather by how long the grass is on the 2nd of April yeah. or something <laughs> you know these mad things you know, for 20 years I've kept records and uh, the long term forecast shut up with your fucking long term forecast right there's actual scientists who do this you nutcase kick you Oh man, I hate people who think they know better than science. I know, yeah. Oh, just stop it. Like, just get back in your box and pipe down, right? 
at the scientists do their work. I also seen um, tweets from other parts of the countries where they were saying like, oh, it's midnight now and I haven't seen any snow. Kind of a bit of OTT and all. And they wake up <laughs> this morning and they're just covered in snow. Yeah, sorry, I was sitting back to take a drink of water there and you kind of stopped before I expected you to. All right, sorry. Mm. <sighs> Lovely, refreshing, um, just melted snow there going into my face. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, like, I just think people are a little bit kind of... <sighs> we get... We it's get not we Evelyn Cusack's our only one. Exactly, yeah. And we get a bit giddy about the snow, don't we? Like, we kind of want it, but then we don't want it, but then we do want <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, we want we? that, and then when it's here, we want to go. You know, as, as you said, I think people think, oh, look, it, look, it looks lovely, doesn't it? It looks absolutely lovely. But then, you know, a couple of hours in, they're like, your, your bleeding condenser pipe freezes on your heating, and you have no central heating, and you're like, oh, my God, will this ever end? Yeah, it does. That happened to you, didn't it? It did, yeah, it did happen to us. And I was trying to tar a pipe like a fucking Egypt rather than just there's a little thing you can like disconnect and just pop off and let the water drain out that way. So uh we we got that sorted. Did you see um did you see in T V three news there was a rep- reporter doing a piece of the camera and uh and some young lad came over and hit her in the head with a snowball. Yeah, Ashling Nikushtala. Was the reporter? Was Ashley the Kushla? It was Ashley the Kushla, the best name in Irish news. Um, yeah, look, I harmless I enough, harmless enough, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, ah, you're a fucking arsehole, me. You know what I mean? Jeez, did you see um, Minister Rock, Noel Rock's tweet from City West? No. Jesus Christ, he's after opening his front door, and the snow is like halfway up. Jesus, yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. Like that's like here in the metropolis of uh, the borough. You know what I mean? It's it's don't mean, it's, it's still bad, but it's nowhere near as bad as other parts of the country. Thankfully, like we've we've kind of got away with it, you know. Um, but I actually in non-snow related news, just because you mentioned ministers and all that kind of crack. Come here, yeah. Ellen Coyne deserves journalist of the year already. Wrap it up. It's yeah. done. It's done, like, that, nobody else should bother going for any big exclusive this year. Ellen Coyne has just smashed it out of the park. She's brought Leo Varadkar down to his knee and basically made him say, May culpa, yeah, no, you got to stare, Ellen, well done, okay. Um, and this is after him basically calling her a lawyer as well, like. Yeah. Fucking delighted. Absolutely delighted. He's a, he's not, I, look, I just don't like the just, chat. Just, 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 just explain to whoever's listening what, what, what happened. So, what was it? Maybe two weeks ago, and uh, the government launched its Ireland twenty forty thing, where it's it's big infrastructure plan and how they're going to develop all these things and make Ireland a great place by the year twenty forty. And um, with a marketing agency, they essentially launched an advertising campaign for it. However, they instructed rural newspapers and the like. To not run it as an advertisement, but run it as a news story. So essentially, they paid for an ad, but they didn't want it to appear as an ad. They wanted it to appear as if it was a legit news story. Um, and they put conditions in, such as don't say that it's like a special correspondence, or don't say that it's like an advertorial or anything like that. Just run it as a news story. And that's part of the agreement. When you're doing stuff with the government, that's what happens, and that's how it should work. And that's under like from what I, 
I mean, Leo denied it, but then he had to say, no, we're going to look at how these things are done going forward, blah, blah. How many millions did he spend on the spin? His his little spin team? Well, the, end of the communications unit. Yeah, his little communications unit. And basically what we're getting as a result is propaganda. And... Like I know, like some people might kind of think big deal or whatever, but you need to you need to look at this in context. We constantly mock, or we constantly talk about you know the likes of North Korea and Russia being awful places because there's no freedom of the press and people are suppressed in the sense they can't get information because the press is controlled. We look at America and we mock Trump and we mock Fox News and we talk about everything being fake news and I'm using air quotes with my fingers there on fake news. Does this, <laughs> does this narrative to try and control the media and we look at the UK and we slag off the Daily Mail and we slag off the Daily Express and the right wing tabloids and the red tops and you know what I mean we we don't seem to realise that this is the clearest evidence you need that that's seeping into the Irish context now the leader of the country the Taoiseach is trying to control the narrative of the free press and whatever you, want, whatever you want to think about Dennis O'Brien and whatever you want to think about O&M and how much Dennis O'Brien um, has in terms of control over the media with Communicorp and, and all that, like, a politician of any shape or form, regardless of if he's the leader of the country or if he's just a backbencher, trying to dictate how the news is told and why it's being told in a certain narrative is nothing more than propaganda, and it's fucking scandalous. And to be honest with you, like if it wasn't for the snow, this would have been such a bigger story. Like it, this is, it has essentially been buried by the snow. This story somehow. Yeah, it You know what I mean? We've all been talking about the beast from the east. We've all been talking about Storm Emma, and we've all been watching the 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 red alert updates and the news updates. But in the background, all this has been going on, and. It's it's thanks to Ellen Coyne and the Times Ireland that this is all unravelled, and you, you've got then like the T shock basically. Did you see, did you see um, Minister Rock on tonight with Ivan and I'm like Cooper the other night? I didn't. I don't. I don't watch it. I I can't. I've I gave up on Ivan that. Yates. Yeah, it's weird. I I don't like Ivan Yates. I'll tolerate him on radio for a short stint just to see what is coming out of his face. But in general, I I can't. I just can't abide by him. Like. Yeah, it's it's very hard to listen to him. I, I do like Matt Cooper. Um but what was I gonna say? Yeah, yeah, Noel Cooper was or Noel Rock was on um, the show trying to defend it. And he's trying to defend it with articles from two thousand and four where Fina Fall did the same, but I think Fina Fall they didn't like if you go to Ellen Coyne's tweets, there's actually uh, the directive to the journalist to how to write the article. Yeah. And I don't think in 2003 that was the directive I think in 2003 it was it wasn't an advertorial it was actually an ad yeah yeah um, do you know I, what I mean I, I just, he was shaking with the anger like I just don't understand it I just uh, no I, you're wrong here no, you're absolutely wrong yeah and like the fact that this is all just kind of slipping away now because Leo has said, yeah, all right, we'll review how it's done. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is the type of thing that should be taking a government fucking down. Let's Genuinely, let's think about this. The leader of the country is trying to control the news that you are getting. Whatever about having a state-run agency with RTE, and people are already suspicious that RTE control narrative in a different way. Like, you know what I mean? In the sense that 
and I'm, I'm anybody who listens to this podcast now by no means am I a Sinn Féin supporter but I mean good luck to Sinn Féin trying to get positive airtime through RTE you know what I mean I know so and again and, and RTE is funded by taxpayer money through the, the TV licence or whatever but I mean this is the case where the leader of the country and his fucking spin agency have more or less directed media to only report on something a certain way and don't do it any other way. Like, this is fucking outrageous. And yet, nothing. Not a blink, like. <sighs> Makes me angry, man. Yeah, no, it's nuts. And so it, I think it's a fair shout as well with the whole um, Donald Trump. Yeah, it is, yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, we're only shy of Leo shouting fake news at Ellen Coyne when she broke this story, like. That, like, no, it, yeah. like, literally, if he had shouted fake news, that, like, it, you could have ripped off a mask and it would have been Trump right there and then. It's baffling. How did Ellen get to break the news and not other journalists? I, I don't really know, to be honest with you. I, I presume she she got a whiff of something off somebody. They may have said it to her and then she decided to chase it up like the intrepid journalist that she is. And um, she found enough evidence. She went to her editor and he said, yeah, go. We're running this story and that's it, like. And our editors are ballsy ban as well. Absolutely. Like, in fair the Times Ireland have have genuinely pushed... Knocking out of they, they are. In the last sort of, what, what 12 months are they going? Just over 12 months, I guess, since they launched here. Like, they, they have broke some huge stories and they've played a big part in pushing some stories um, out there. Like, I mean, the, the work that they've done on, on repeal is, is unbelievable. Um... And even at that end, they're being attacked by the Indo with that as well. Like, I don't know if you've seen that during the week either, did you? No. The Indo, um, which is a glorified red top, um, basically tried to play the whole, an English newspaper has been paying for um, stories, basically. Like, And they were running it in this way of saying, you know, they're trying to basically say, like, the Times Ireland is an English paper, and here they are trying to push these repeal stories and blah, blah, blah. And it was kind of like, that's a bit of a fucking cheap shot, isn't it? And But the Times fought back, in fairness, now, and, and the Indo went back into their box. Like, but it's just, I don't know, I just find it very, I find it very unsettling that, like, something as blatant as, I, I just, I'm baffled that more hasn't been made of Leo trying to control the narrative here. It, it actually, it's like, yeah, it's it's fucking madness, quite frankly, and it's how they're getting. Somebody east has uh, distracted everything from it. Yeah, it's that classic. Is that was it uh, when nine eleven happened? Didn't Mary Harney at the time was minister for health, and didn't she push out a load of bad news stories, knowing they were going to be buried because of nine eleven? Whereas, yeah, yeah. whereas usually they'd be sort of page one, and they end the full story on page four or five. You know, they're down page eleven, page twelve, and they were kind of like. You know, almost a sidebar of a of a page as opposed to the main feature because nine eleven dominated the news. But that's, I mean, it's not as if Leo wanted this story to get out at all. It's just it's he he was blessed somehow that the timing overlapped. Like, do you know what I mean? But yeah. but governments and ministers are fuckers for that kind of thing. If you know there's a if there's a big national disaster or there's a big uh, story that you know is going to take up a huge amount of press time. That's when they release the bad news stories because they know everybody is watching something else. So let's slip this out now, like. It's and and you can be a cynic and I think that and, and like you can you can listen to cynics sometimes and you they can kind of drain the life out of you. But I mean, it's actual truth. 
Yeah, I know, and I know I'm at risk of kind of sounding a little bit like Gordo from those conspiracy guys, and you know, talking about like <laughs> the, the deep state media and all that kind of crack. But like, it's not. This is this is a clear and cool case of it. This isn't a conspiracy. This is just blatant. Alex Jones. Oh, Alex fucking Jones, man! Oh my god! Did you see? He had to basically apologize to a Sandy Hook, uh, par- one of the parents of uh, the kids from Sandy Hook. Um, he basically was apologizing and more or less begging him to help him get his stuff back on YouTube because YouTube is a huge revenue stream for Alex Jones. But because Alex oh, yeah. Jones also was one of these Sandy Hook truthers, um, his stuff got taken down off YouTube because it went against their community policy or whatever. And, oh my god! Yeah, so he done a U-turn quick enough and it started hurting his pocket. Like, of course it is. Unbelievable, like, un- just I, I bring. Have you ever seen somebody put up a compilation of Alex Jones, um, like his Infowar shows and like his ads on them, and it's him trying to sell like protein shakes and him trying to sell like <laughs> uh, nutritional supplements and all. Are it's, you serious? Oh my god, it's the funniest thing ever. And he's like, I take two of these a day, and uh, they help my brain stay fighting fit against the corruption and against the. Oh uh, my. And it's kind of like, hang on a second, you're telling me that a bit of vitamin E is going to save me from being brainwashed by the Illuminati, is that it, Alex? You fucking mad thing, you go away out of that. Absolute mad thing. Joe Rogan loves him, doesn't he? I think, I think he likes him as a bloke, and I think he, he finds him uh, fascinating. But then, I, I don't know, Like I, <sighs> Rogan is sometimes a little bit kind of... And depends I don't know, on how much smoke that day. I was gonna say, yeah, maybe it depends because he he really is mad for the weed, like. But uh, Jeez, I watched them. Watched them. Uh, I watched Rogan's reaction to the Florida shooting there two weeks ago. Yeah, and he was absolutely off his head on the yeah. funny talks. I was hanging out of him. Yeah, it's like, um, away from me. I don't know, Rogan. Like, I, don't, I think we've talked about it before. Like, I I I used to yeah. love listening to Rogan, but now I tend to only really listen to him when he has like either a, a comedian on that I like, or um, if I recognise the name of the person as somebody who I'm yeah. interested in. I don't. I think he's just. I, I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah, I've I've kind of gone a little. <laughs> If there was a guest, I remember listening. I think the last one I listened to was the Leah Remini one, yeah, uh, because she, she had left the Scientology community and she was in there since she was a kid. And I was just, I was just crazy interested in her story to mm. see what the story was. It wasn't that great, actually. Yeah, that no, was good, but like I don't know. I just... Louis Theroux and uh, Russell Brand are very good. I started to listen more to the podcasts that are like. Um, kind of series there was one I listened to Ponzi Supernova um, and it was about uh, Bernie Madoff and it was fucking brilliant I know I can't do that because I, I I got into Brock got me into one of the crime ones and I was I was enjoying it and there was only half hour episodes yeah um, but I just wanted it I wanted to see visuals I wanted to see it on the TV uh, I get what you mean yeah yeah. see some of them there's some like that like the, the criminal ones I can't really get into and I know a lot of people are mad for those true crime ones and all that but I just I can't really get into them but the yeah. the ones that are more kind of uh, like biographical that are telling the story of somebody I'm really mad for like there was one mogul the story of Chris Lloydy unbelievable if you haven't listened to that man because I'd, I'd say you probably know Chris Lloydy or if you don't know him you'd... the name rings a bell he was this really, really well-known hip-hop producer. And, like, anybody who was anybody in hip-hop went through, like, worked with this guy at some point in time, like, 
um, but he committed suicide and it's kind of um, the podcast like goes all around that and talks about like how like this guy had everything going for him why did he do it kind of thing fucking brilliant brilliant podcast they talk to his family they talk to people who worked with him mad shit speaking of suicide we have that wellness thing coming up on March 24th registration is still available from suicide or survival wellness workshop yeah the places are filling up um, but there are some left so March 24th uh, it's it's more or less an all day thing lads but lunch and everything will be provided it's completely free um, and it's not just for people who you know have depression or anything like that it's just basically look you'll go for a jog or you'll try and eat healthy to, to help your physical health all this day is, is to try and help your mental health um, you don't have to you don't have to be suffering as such or you don't have to you know know that you have anxiety or anything like that it's literally just a day that's going to help you um, yeah. that's all so um, it's in Cabin Teeley Community School March 24th registration on suicidesurvive.ie um, but yeah definitely look we'd love to see everybody there um, and it's definitely going to be I think a good thing for the borough anyway get a good local Absolutely. crowd in and, and you know talk to each other it's talk to your neighbours I don't think there's much left yeah no 50 people and, and I know they're filling up anyway but I just think, as in general, I, I don't think people talk to their neighbours as much anymore. So I, I, I like the fact that this is maybe going to help the community a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just said, you know what I mean again. You needed to say it. I know, yeah, but I'm just waiting for somebody to, to pick it up. Because what was that? Absolutely, I used to say. Um, yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. I can't ever... Oh, yeah, you say oh well a lot now. Yeah, that's your one. Um, I, I do I do it in sarcasm though, because yeah. Gar has been sarcasm. Now I have Amelia doing it as well. Yeah, see, it's weird as well with this one because normally I'm kind of conscious and I try to like, I don't know, uh, like I'm conscious of it when we're recording with people and I try to kind of rein it in a bit or I try to like manage it. But because like I'm in my bedroom doing this, I presume you're in your bedroom doing this. It's it's a snow day. Yeah. It's we don't ever record on a Friday, but we're recording on a Friday. It's, I don't know, it, it just feels weird. So I don't know, I feel like I'm not in my podcasting brain, if that makes sense. Yeah, if you never ma- really are, though. If that makes sense, I say that a lot as well. <laughs> Come here, don't worry, watch last night. Watch, watch last night. Um, well, we watched the last couple of weeks, uh, Married at First Sight. Have you heard of it? Is this the Channel 4 thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've seen an ad for it. But... It's nuts, man. It's basically um, scientists or biologists or whatever. So people, ed- educated people are connected, make, trying to make sense of people's interests and scientifically matching people and saying that they'd be a good match for marriage. So they picked two couples and they got married and they went on their honeymoon and then they lived with each other for seven weeks. So last night's it's four, four episodes. Last night was episode four or three. And we were beginning to see that the couples were strained, getting strained. Not only that, though, there were the, one of the couples who I thought would definitely last, or would definitely maybe have a spark, but they just they had no spark. And one was absolutely boring. Um, but yeah, it's gas. They're just getting Channel Four. One of those crazy documentaries where um, the couple's going to spend a wedding a honeymoon and seven weeks living in a house and by the end of it they'll go to back to I think like some sort of registry office and then they'll say to them 
Are you going to continue with the way, the the marriage? Are you going to give it a go, or do you want to get a divorce? So that's the last episode next week. Ah, that's it's fucking nuts, isn't it? I know at the start of this, I said like you don't know better than science, so don't try. But I think scientists who try to do that, like opposites attract. I think, do you know what I mean? In many yeah, ways, like, yeah. So trying to put yeah. something together based purely off similarities, like obviously you have to have some similarities, but I mean, me, me and Oxana have very little in common in terms of like what we like. But it works, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's crazy, though, because you're one... You're, you're, they, they, the Channel 4 give them this, like, gorgeous house yeah. to stay in for seven weeks. You know, they go about their business, they do their jobs, um, they come home from work, and it just, like, it just looked like straight away that one of the couples was getting into a routine where your one was coming home from work and your mom was just making her to dinner. Then she'd sit down on the sofa and then he'd be just sitting kitchen and they weren't even talking it was fucking nuts ah oh, that's yeah that's mad like that's it's like do you ever see them uh, what is the the moonies I think is it in Asia it's, it's kind of like a, I don't know if it's a cult or whatever I'm almost certain it's the moonies where they go like this big huge mass wedding takes place and you don't know who you're getting married to until the day you turn up and they're like what are you number 1473 you're getting married to number what? you're getting married to number 1672 yeah there you go she's over serious? there I swear to god look it up there's documentaries and all on it it's fucking mad I think once a year they do it and it's this little sort of monk type fella and he just marries everybody all at once and then away they go like live their life that is that is nuts is there a documentary on it yeah I'm almost I'm, I'm, I'll check it out and I'll send you name, but I'm almost certain it's the Moonies or something like that if yeah if, send me if anybody listening knows what it is, just tweet anyway so that other people get it because I'll forget because I'm brutal. The amount of times I say, yeah, I'll put that up on Twitter and I never, ever do. Um, so tweet us at WTS pod if you know the thing I'm talking about. But yeah, I don't know, Mara, what do you think of this now? Should we uh, should we call it a day in terms of the snow and sort of say, right, that's it for another 20 years, please don't come back? Yeah, fuck off, snow, I'll see you in 20 years. <laughs> but once now, we're going on a holiday. We'll still be doing the podcast and saying, remember the great snow of 2018. Oh, good, I remember well, but Jesus, I had cabin cave and all of it. Actually, it's got to find a post or stay open, wouldn't it? Why, why would uh, the pub stay open? Because Irish people, man, if there's one thing they love more than bread, it's a point. I know, but like the, the owners of the pubs would be like, they're not going to make much money on, on one night where everyone's being told to stay indoors. For their safety, like yeah, I don't know. People love. It might have been exaggerated, but still, at the same time, you don't want to be slipping on the path around they coming down from the pub. Well, that's, that's it. That's the other side of it. Like, but the Irish people are, are an odd bunch. It's kind of like the second you tell them that they can't do something is exactly when they want to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know, man. I, I. I'll be Last ha- thing I want to do though, when I need these weather warnings is fucking drinking a pissed. Yeah, samezies. Yeah, now I, I don't I, even think of it like. No, and I know man, the amount of people are saying that we're going mad to get the drink into the gaff for it and all. I'm like, really? really? Like, <laughs> come on, that's uh, the last thing I'd be thinking of. Yeah, I don't know. I think um, well, I'd be thankful when it's all melted and gone, I think. Same. We'll go our separate ways. I think so. Hang on a second. What's it? Man, sorry. I'm, there's a cat on a roof of a shit on one of my neighbor's sheds. But the roof is like ice, and he's just like running on the spot trying to stay on it. No way! <laughs> I think he was. I think he was chasing a board, and the board flew off, and now he's kind of stuck on the shed. Love it. Oh, hang on, there. Yeah, no, he just he kind of just turned around and slid down the shed and jumped. So I presume he's alright, but he was just. Like he's he's just, loving life. It's like he's just did running you see on the, the spot. Did you see the 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 uh, sheepdog with the sleigh? Going oh, down the hill on the sleigh. 
He picking it back up. He was loving life. The happiest creature on the planet. <laughs> that that was that sort of stuff made me day. Do you know what I mean? Or but I do have the the dogs and snow videos have actually done me a world of good in terms of just keeping me going because uh, oh, I love them. Man. Some of them just seeing a dog that like is tiny being lashed into the snow, <laughs> you can't see him again. Yeah. Then, then this little head pops up. It's like what the fuck was that? I see one with a sausage dog, and all you could see was his, his face just waddling. <laughs> Oh, I love it, man. Love it. Um, yeah, no, look, apologies, lads, that uh, we had to cancel the guest this week, but we still try to bring it, you know, close enough to an hour of some kind of entertainment. Um, Is that an hour? Yeah, it's uh, gone on 50 minutes. Oh, my goodness. No, yeah, we said we were going to do a 600. No, I'm already messing. <laughs> <laughs> That's five 600s. Yeah, I'll let it do it down. Chop them up. Chop them up. Chop them up. But, yeah, no, that's... Uh, ho- hopefully, you know, all the weather warnings and all the crack will be gone. We'll be able to resume business as usual next week. Next week. Um, and we have a good one, actually, next week lined up. So I'm, I'm really hoping that because that whole... Leo Varadkar political spin thing actually may come up in this one, so it might be yeah. a good one. Um, Definitely will, yeah. Yeah, but uh, do you want to do you want to have a bash at the outro, Mero? Um, no. <laughs> Just, <laughs> straight, no, I don't, Dan. No, 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 no thank you. Um, no, no, no. I'm I, supposed to be working here. Oh, fair, fair point, well made. Uh, right, well, you can get us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, Podcast Republic, Podcast Addict, anywhere and ever there's a podcast, Mero. Just search for. WTS pod. And you'll find us in our previous, I think, 138 or 39 episodes. I'm better to all Over 140. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, man. It's fucking racking up, isn't it? And yeah. You can get us on Facebook.com forward slash WTS pod. Ireland Twitter at WTS pod. Or just check out WTS pod.com for all that you need. I'm at Dan John Murray. I'm at Merrigan Mania. And this has been... A snowstorm blizzard special edition of What's the Story podcast. Brought to you by Fitzpatrick Castle Hotel. And don't forget, lads, check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash WTS pod, where uh, you can support the podcast and help us uh, keep this thing afloat and whatnot. So, yeah. And also the wellness workshop, May, March 24th. Yeah, March 24th, Cabin Teeley Community School, suicide or survive.ie to sign up. As I said, there was 50 places, but a lot of them are gone. So, um, there's not too many left but yeah we'd love to see everybody there today and uh, we promise it'll be worthwhile deadly Merlo talk mi- to you next week I miss your face but I'll be seeing you soon bud yeah, I'll send you a picture now on my or something I'll be facing me <laughs> sure there's no difference but yeah. <laughs> until next time stay safe in the snow clear eyes full out can't lose can't lose Look. too sweet